Hi guys, this is Dr. Manette with Sewn Pete's and I pray that all is well with each and one of you. Um, so I just wanted to jump on here and do a video. Um, I'm going to try to make it as quick as possible and get to the point. Um, I don't want this to be long, but um, I want to talk about something that um, I believe that we are facing individually and facing as a nation. And um, I think it's just about us not believing a lie, not believing Satan's lie. Um, I was reading uh, my Bible the other day and in a particular passage, and I'm going to get to this passage, um, I believe the Lord kind of highlighted a certain section in this passage and I kind of just kept it in my mind. I didn't talk about it. Um, on a video or anything like that until now. And then something happened today uh, that kind of let me know that I think God wants to talk about this particular subject. Um, and this is for you and I individually, and this is for uh, the body of Christ who um, are surrounded by people with opposing belief beliefs of ours. So anyways, um, today's topic or today's discussion is is talking about uh, not believing Satan's lie. Uh, so the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 13, verses one through two, that let every soul be subject, subjected to the higher powers for there is no power, but of God. So in other words, uh, the Bible is saying that you and I, we ought to obey the government for God is the one who has put it there. Um, there is no government anywhere that God has not placed in power. And those of us who refuse to obey the law of the land, we are actually refusing to obey God. And then the Bible says that if we uh, refuse to obey the law of the land or obey the government, that God will punish us for that. Like judgment will come upon us if we obey the um, the law or obey the government. So the reason why uh, God will punish us for that is because um, God, he himself has actually established uh, the civil government and the civil government, uh, it actually stands under God's law. So here's God's law. Then this is a civil government. And then we do too, as mankind, we stand under God's law. So everything is up under God. And God is the one who ordains uh, the state or the government to be an agent of justice for us. And he has done this so that he can restrain evil by punishing those who do wrong or punishing wrongdoers. And it's just really to protect the good of society because we live in a fallen world. So God has uh, established and he's ordained the government and um, to protect us, but he also commands Christians to obey the government. And, um, and it's just, again, so that he can protect us from all of the chaos that's going around and all of the lawlessness that's going around, which is a natural result of sin. So when our first parents sin, uh, sin entered into the world and, and, and death spread everywhere. And, and so things don't, um, really operate, uh, in its proper function as it should. So God established a government for us to help, um, us do that until we go home and be with the Lord. 
Now, this is the thing here for us believers in Christ. Uh, sometimes the government abandons its proper function, okay? And when the government uh, abandon, abandon its proper function or it's no longer from God uh, or operating according to God's purposes, uh, the Bible uh, basically is letting us know that as Christians, we... Uh, must obey God rather than man. Okay. That is the duty of all Christian believers. So let me say that again. When the government ab abandons its proper function or when the government is no longer from God, nor, nor operating according to God's purposes, uh, or they are, um, requiring something that's contrary to the word of God, as Christians, as children of God, as believers, we must obey God rather than man. But we also have a duty to pray for those who are in authority. So um, I want to kind of give you uh, an example. And, you know, Satan, he's a liar. And the, a lie is going to come in all different forms, right? And sometimes lies uh, from the enemy come through the form of our leaders, okay? And so I, I want to give an example from this passage that I was studying um, as part of my daily devotion. It comes from the book of 1 Kings chapter 14. And there was a king named Rehoboam. Uh, I might be saying that name <laughs> um, wrongly, but as Rehoboam, I think it's Rehoboam. And Rehoboam, uh, he misled the tribe of G Judah. Uh, Rehoboam, he, Rehoboam <laughs> was the son and he was the successor of King Solomon, who was King David's son. And so when he became king, Rehoboam became king, um, the tribe of Israel was then divided into two tribes. So you then have the tribe, uh, the northern tribe, um, which uh, was referred to Israel in the Bible. And this tribe consisted of the 10 tribes. And then you had um, the Southern tribe, which was consisted of two tribes and they um, were the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. And so the Northern tribe, which had the 10 tribes, um, they were ruled by um, a succession of monarchies. But the tribe of Judah uh, and Benjamin, these two tribes, they were loyal to the Davidic house. Um, if, you, if you're not following me or you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> this is where you're going to have to really get into your Bible study to really follow me. Most people who read the Bible, they understand exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm going to try to say this as simply and plain as possible. But this right here, I'm just giving you some background. I'm giving you some context. This is not the point that I'm making, but I'm just kind of uh, giving you some background to drive you into uh, how a leader can mislead a nation of people. And then there is a consequence behind it. So follow me. Uh, Rehoboam, he had ruled over Judah and mostly Benjamin, but when he reigned, uh, he was really uh, unfit to reign. Okay, so because he was unfit for the people, he misled the people. Okay, so follow me to First Kings chapter fourteen, verse twenty-two. The Bible says that the people of Judah they sinned against the Lord, and they did more to arouse His anger against them and all their ancestors, uh, more than all their ancestors had done. 
So because the, the tribe of Judah was under this leader, this king, Rehoboam, um, the, the people, the, the people, a part of the tribe of Judah, they had done wrong more than any of their ancestors had done under this man's rulership. And they had built places of worship for false gods. Uh, they put up stones of pillars and symbols of Asherah. So Asherah was a goddess, uh, which was referred to the Canaanite fertility goddess. And they put this goddess um, to worship on these high hills, right? That's where that's why the Bible refers to the high places. They went up to the high places to worship this uh, fertility goddess. And they and, and they did it under uh, some shady trees. And so at this point, you can see uh, Judah's apostasy from God. And because they had left God at this time, uh, the men in the tribe of Judah and the women in, in, in um, a, a part of this uh, nation uh, or part of the tribe, uh, they served as prostitutes, okay, at those pagan places of worship. They had they had begun to serve as prostitutes, okay, the men and the women. And the people of Judah, they had started practicing all these shameful things uh, which were done by people whom the Lord had driven out of the land as the Israelites were advancing into the country. So God had uh, driven out some people. These were not children of God. They were unbelievers. And... Um, but but what happened was I think some some of them remained in the land I believe and because of that and under this man's leadership uh, the children of God had begun to do the things that the unbelievers did so in other words the tribe of Judah they ended up following their leader into forsaking the Lord right and so how did they do this well. They did this, uh, they forsook the Lord in the land by practicing prostitution and homosexuality, okay? And their apostasy, it led them to those abominations. So like I said earlier, because they had cut off God, they had forgotten God, they had forgotten his principles, they weren't worshiping God anymore, leaving God leads to abominations. So meaning when when they forgot uh, God's principles, when, when God didn't mean anything to them anymore, it led them to practice shameful things. And because of God's people um, accepting all of the abominations of the nations around them, God allowed uh, the children of God to be conquered by ungodly nations. He gave them over to them. And the reason why he did this, it was because of his judgment for his chosen people for conforming to the ungodly leaders. It was God's judgment on them. And so it is the same for you and I today. If we as children of God conform to this world without repentance or conform to ungodly leaders without repentance, then we too will fall under the same judgment. God will also give us over to ungodly nations. So the Bible uh, tells us in the book of Romans chapter one, uh, verse 24, I believe, if, 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 if people, because the people wanted to do evil, okay, because of that, the Bible says that God left them and let them go their own sinful way. 
He just gave them over because that's what they wanted to do. Uh, and so because of this, they had become uh, completely immoral and they used their bodies in shameful ways um, with, with each other. And so God gave them up. He gave them over. Okay. A primary sign. And I, I said all this to say, and in that particular passage, Paul uh, was talking about the Gentiles in Rome at that time. That's, that's what they did. They were, um, practicing so much evil and so much, uh, sin that God gave them over to what they wanted. Okay. So, um, a, a primary sign of God abandoning our society or abandoning a person is it's when we as a society or as an individual become obsessed with sexual immorality and perversion. Do you understand? Okay. So in this passage, the term God gave them up actually means that God abandoned them to intensified lust. Okay. He gave them over to their desires that were very strong. Okay. Their desires were increasing. They were boosting. That's what it means. He gave them over to those feelings. Okay. It's like, uh, they were in like, mire, you know, it's like quicksand. They, they're stuck in it. They can't get out. And the term lust of their own hearts means a passionate lust for, for, for forbidden sexual pleasure. Okay. So God gave them up to passionate lust and, and to forbidden sexual pleasure. That's what he did because that's what they wanted to do. And they didn't care about God anymore. So the tribe of Judah, they had become obsessed with the sexual morality. And because of this, they were judged. They were given over to the ungodly nations. And so the Bible, um, going back to the book of Romans chapter one, starting in verse 25, um, it's referring to the Gentiles in Rome. Uh, the Bible says that the people, the Gentiles too, just like Judah, uh, the tribe of Judah, they traded the truth of God for a lie. Okay, so in this passage, the the term lie, it comes from a Greek word. I don't want to say it because I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. And I don't want to butcher the word, but it comes from a Greek word that means they traded the word of God for the word of Satan, who is the father of lies. Okay, so in other words, uh, they chose to believe the lie. Uh, that came from Satan, and it means that they rejected the truth of God, and and which put them in belonging to Satan, if that makes sense. So, if you go to the book of John, chapter eight, forty-four, let me back that up with this uh, verse or with this passage. Uh, in the book of John, chapter eight, starting at verse forty-four, the Bible says, "Your father is the devil; you belong to him." Okay, why does it say? you belong to the devil because the Bible says it is because you want to do what he wants. So anytime we as a person or, you know, um, or as a society chooses to do the things that Satan desires that opposes God, the Bible is saying, and God is saying, you're not my child. You belong to the devil. Okay. And, and, and the reason why is because number one, the devil, he's a murderer. Um, from the beginning, that's what he does. He wants to lead you to death, okay? And that's what he's doing. 
um, um, he's a murderer and he, and he's always against the truth. So that's how, you know, when you have policies that want you to go against the truth of God. Okay. Uh, that's how, you know, that you belong to the devil. If you prefer to agree with society or to agree with ungodly leaders about things that God opposes, the Bible saying that you belong to the devil because the devil is always against the truth. And then the Bible also says there is no truth in him. There's no truth in Satan. So again, so if we want to go against what the Bible says, then God is saying that he is not your father. Satan is your father because you're just like him. You want to believe the lies that he tells you that don't come from God. Okay. The Bible says that the devil is a liar and he is the father of lies. So it is as humanity uh, or as humans, it is our natural inclination. And, and this is where you can start judging yourself and, and so that God doesn't have to judge you, okay? You want to kind of sit down and lie down on your bed. Think about what's going on. Think about the policies that are trying to be forced upon us and see if they go along with scripture. What does God say, okay? Because it is it is natural for us humans um, or it is... It is humanity's inclination to naturally believe the lie, okay? It is natural for you to want to believe the lie, okay? You're going to be inclined to want to do that. And the reason why, because of the fall of man, because sin has um, entered into the world, uh, the world naturally doesn't want to um, do what God wants. The, the world has a lot of pride and the world wants to seek to determine its own destiny. Okay. The world wants to, the world system, okay. Wants to uh, determine its own fate. It wants to determine its own providence apart from God, which is essentially pride. And when we believe Satan's lies, uh, believing his lie only leads us into idolatry. It leads us into greed and to materialism. And ultimately it leads us into sexual perversion. And that is what's going on. You are looking at a society, a depraved society. Okay. And the children of God, because we are surrounded by a depraved society, sometimes uh, we are going to want to feel provoked to believe what's going on because if you stand with God, sometimes you'll be standing alone. And a lot of times we don't want to feel alone. We don't want to stand up and be that rebel against the world society, but God has called you to be that way. Don't be afraid. We win in the end. Okay. So don't be afraid in, in, in standing with God, you will be persecuted, but, um, don't worry about that. God is saying, listen, Children of God, don't change my truth for a lie. Don't 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 do that. Rather it be in policy or somebody's telling you something that's close to you in your family, friends, husband, wife, whatever it is. God is saying, don't change His truth for a lie. Don't bow down to what is going on in our society that is against Him. That is what He is saying. Okay. And He He says that because. It, it, it is the unbeliever 
that bows down to those things and worship those things. You're not an unbeliever. You're a child of God, okay? We don't believe things that, uh, uh, we don't worship things that God made, okay? Meaning God has made man. We don't, and, and, and if you're inclined to uh, be with the same sex, you know, don't idolize that. Seek God for deliverance. Seek God for his help. Seek him for his loving kindness. You know, the Bible says that God did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save you. Okay. So when he gives you over uh, to, to your own lust, it is, it's, it's not to condemn you, even though you will be condemned if you don't repent and believe in Jesus, but it's really to subject you to uh, that suffering so that you can return to him so that you can come to him. Okay. So we don't worship anything that God makes. Um, rather than be man or anything materialistically um, or idol anything that we idol, whatever that's more important to God, we don't worship those things. We don't worship relationships. We don't even worship marriage. If you have a spouse who wants to cause you to sin and do wrong, you don't follow that spouse. You follow God, okay? So um, I say all that to say is because, you know, the Bible is saying that, you know, when God gives us up, I mean, it's not a good thing. You don't want to be given over to your sin because what was going on in the land and in, in Judah was sexual perversion. And um, like I said, the children of God was following it. But when God gives us over to sexual, um, give us, gives us up or gives us over, it means that he gives us over to sin, sinful sexual pleasures that actually degrade our body. Okay. And he gives us over to shameful homosexual or lesbian passions. And after this, he gives us over to depraved minds that actually justify our unrighteous actions that become continually preoccupied with evil in our mind, like pleasures of sexual sin. Okay. So, and this is also for any other type of sexual sin, you know, just ongoing fornication, even with, between, um, a man and a woman. Okay. So these, um, these are pretty much, uh, the stages that occur among all people who continuously reject the truth of God's revelation. And then you continuously seek pleasure in ungodliness. And this isn't any kind of ungodliness, but for what was going on, particularly in, in Judah under this ungodly leader was sexual perversion and idolatry. Those are the things that were going on. And it's the same thing that's going on in our land today and even all over the world, but mostly in our land today. And so, um, God, uh, he he allows us to be given over. He allows us to um, be given over to ungodly nations for two reasons, two reasons. And the first reason is because um, he wants to allow sin and its consequences to accelerate judgment upon those who reject the truth of God. Okay. And then the second, and secondly, he wants to make them realize that they're, that they have a need for salvation. Okay. He wants them to realize that they need him. They need God to save them, to deliver them, to help them, um, to wash them up, to wash them clean, to give them a pure heart, to feel love and to give them peace. Um, so even though God will issue a judgment uh, for those of us who continuously walk in ungodliness in um, our nation, uh, God's judgment is 
is also God's grace. Okay. He wants you to come to him so that he can save you and cleanse you up. Okay. But you know, don't be like the people in Judah or, or the people in Rome, the Gentiles in Rome. Okay. They didn't want to listen to God. And because, uh, the people did those things, God just allowed them to do that. He allowed them to do shameful, sinful things that they wanted to do. It's because they didn't want to listen. They didn't want God. Don't ignore the warnings and the inclinations from the Holy Spirit. If you belong to God, um, to continue to walk in your flesh and to walk into your desires. And if you're not a child of God, but God has been talking to you and he wants to save you, don't keep ignoring those um you know, those um, warnings or if somebody's saying something to you, don't, don't act like you don't hear them. You know, one thing the Lord, uh, I believe the Lord shared with me when I was reading this passion is that, um, not passion, this passage is that, you know, we as women and men, you know, our whole relationships can turn a whole nation over just by being in ungodly relationships. I wish I would have known that. <laughs> before I was sanctified, but that's what it, it, it means to God. And because, uh, he allowed them to do what they wanted to do. Women stopped having natural sex with men and they started having sex with other women. And in the same way, men stopped having natural sex with women and they had begun to want each other. The men did all the time. Okay. And God said that these things are shameful things and, and their bodies, uh, they did these things in their bodies and they received the punishment for the wrongs they did. And they received it in their bodies. Um, and sometimes the judgment is health. Some, um, your health will decline. Um, you know, judgment comes in many different forms and it just also comes through policies of this nature, like God, um, nation, God can allow certain leaders, ungodly leaders to be over us, uh, to drive in judgment through policy for us. But we can, um, turn that around through repentance. If the children of God will repent, those who believe in God, um, repent and just believe what your heavenly father says in the word of God. Um, the Bible says that, um, and the, uh, because of the unnatural relationships that were going on in the land, um, the abominations, um, they were a key evidence of human immorality and wickedness that was, um, resulted from believing Satan's lie. So, um, so of course, again, like I said, God gave the society over to the consequences of deception. So in other words, um, any nation that justifies homosexuality or lesbianism or anything else that's going on that's um, in opposition to God um, as an acceptable lifestyle is in an advanced stage of moral corruption. And the reason why is because the people in the land and the people in the land starts with the, in, the individual. Okay. It starts with you. It starts with me. Um, they didn't think that it was important to have the true knowledge of God. So God, uh, left them and allowed them to have their own worthless thinking so that they would do what they should not do. So I pray that, uh, as believers in Jesus Christ, that, 
we stand for God. We obey God rather than man when man is against God. Only when man is against God. Don't rule on policies that goes against God's word that will hurt our children, that will hurt our society. Okay, stand for the good of things, stand for what's God, because God is love, God is good, God wants you to be healthy, He wants you to live in peace, He wants you to enjoy yourself in this world, He wants you to honor Him. God is light, He's light, He doesn't bring evil. And um, let's not stand with ungodly policies and bills that usher in evil, but let's stand with the word of God that usher in light and healing and protection. This is Dr. Manette with Song Peace for God Loves You, and I love you, and I pray that you have a wonderful day.